You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy first uh, show of May. It's May second today, and NBA playoffs are entering the second round for the NBA playoffs. We've got two big time tournaments in tennis going in Madrid, in France, both on clay courts. I got a few plays over on tennis. And the MLB is rolling along as well. Tom and Ricky were your hosts, as always, here on the show. SteadyPicks.com. It's completely free to sign up, so sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Mustache MMA. And, of course, the SteadyPix system plays. It's all completely free. So go ahead and sign up today. Um, Ricky, good morning. Have a nice weekend. Good morning, Tom. I did, my man. I did. Short as always, but it was nice. Yeah, they always seem to go by so fast. A couple of comments for you to to start the show for the NBA. Um, Joel Embiid is out tonight, is what I'm hearing, against the Heat. Yep. And I was furious after the last game. Because, again, it just comes down to, and I talk about this a lot, but what what are these coaches doing? What are the coaches doing? And even worse, I mean, I know the, the head coach, Doc, all the head coaches have a lot on their plate during a game. What are the assistant coaches doing? Somebody tap them on the shoulder and say, let's get the boys out of here. They were up 27 points. With six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and you still have your entire starting lineup in the game. Yeah. I mean, there's no question looking back, it looks stupid. But unfortunately, Tom, us thinking about like us going back and looking at it is only going to make it hurt more. No, I wasn't going, I'm not going back and looking at it. I'm saying when I sat there and watched the game, I'm saying, we're up 26 points. It's getting chippy. Take the because they're talking trash and they're chipping at each other and whatever. I'm like, it's getting chippy. Get the guys out of the game. There's no reason for your entire starting lineup to be on the floor right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I know you brought that up a couple weeks ago. You know, kind of forecasted this thing, you son of a gun. But yeah, I mean. 
it is what it is now, and we're in for a fight without our best guy for games one and two. In for a fight? We're going to the slaughterhouse. We're nothing without Embiid. <laughs> we're not winning a game without Embiid. Just remember, Miami isn't some, you know, superhero, unbelievable, franchise record-setting team. They're a very good team, don't get me wrong. And they earned the one seed, but let's not... Let's not get too carried away here as Philadelphia people and make the the beast bigger than it is. It's a basketball team. We've got a good one, too. That's... Uh, I appreciate your optimism, but the Sixers are... I hate to break it to you. The Sixers are done for if MB doesn't get back in the series. Done for. What you got to remember about this, guys... The Sixers are not supposed to win game one or two. Of course. They are not. Remember, the playoff series are a chess match. If they took game one or two, amazing. That's fantastic. But we're not supposed to. So you go, you assume you're coming back to Philly down 2-0, and then it's a matter of do you have Embiid for those two games to potentially get the series back to 2-2. And I think that's where, Tom, if you don't, then we we probably know what the result is. Even if you do have him and he hasn't played, in, uh, it's just not a good situation. It's just not good. And Aside it all from the Sixers, Tom. Yeah. Yesterday, did you watch either of the first games of uh, those series? I did not. I did not. Too much other stuff going on. Too much other baseball and everything else. Didn't get to, to quit. it. Yeah, to give you like the one-minute recap, the Boston Celtics lose outright, do not show up. Offensively, they play like shit. So they're down 0-1. And then in the second game, the Grizzlies play a great first half. The game gets tight in the second half. And ultimately, they lose the game by a point. But it's a big... To give up, to give up a game, like we were just saying... Give up a home game in game one. It immediately flips the series back in favor of those lower-seeded teams, which is what happened yesterday. Yep, because you know now the, the other team's got to win a home game back. So um, it really influences when you look at like series prices as well. It really kind of influences that quite a bit, as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the to finish up the NBA, the the two games tonight. Do you have any interest in betting either the the Sixers Heat is sitting at seven and a half, Mavericks Suns five and a half or six depends where you go. So I didn't make any any wagers yet. I've been digging into these games. Um. You know, it's just really tough, too, starting in the Sixers, Tom. We're getting seven and a half points here without Embiid. But I just don't know what this team's going to look like with James Harden leading the charge. I think they're probably going to space the floor a bit more. It's going to be a different team than we're used to, Tom. I My lean here is is getting the points with the Sixers, truthfully, just because I think it's a big number to lay in the playoffs. 
with a team that knows they need to steal one of these games. Uh, Kyle Lowry's out for game one, too, Tom, for the Heat. So I'd argue if there was a game to really try and steal, it's, it's probably this one right here. But again, we, we just don't know what the team's going to look like, so it's hard to handicap. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Embiid at times when he's out has proven to be like, you know, the Sixers miss him very badly and that they, they do horrible. But then there's been other times where he's out and they actually look like an okay basketball team. Um, you have to pull some advanced stats on that to kind of paint the, the full picture. But that's just the eyeball test that I get. Um, certainly. And hard. Sorry to cut you off there, Tom, but it's really Harden that makes it tough because we know what they look like pre-Harden getting here without Embiid, but I don't think there's many games with just Harden and company, you know? I don't think he's a difference maker in that way anymore. So I'm not... I'm not. He better be. They need him to be or we're toast. He's not. He's not. Oh, Tom... I hate the negativity. I'm just telling it how it is. One of my biggest pet peeves about the, about, uh, I won't even get into this. We'll keep going. Uh, Mavericks and Suns, six or five and a half is what you can get. Any, anything to do here? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to, again, didn't these bets yet. I don't want to do one little more round of homework here before I do, but, I'm leaning Suns. Um, these teams played, I was looking back, Tom, three times during the regular season. The Suns won all three of them. The games, eh, they weren't they weren't tight, like down to the wire, but they were all win- within like 10 points or so. So I expect it to be competitive, but I kind of expect it to go exactly as these three matchups went, where the Suns, you know, flirt with like a, a 10 point gap and should be able to maintain that uh, here in game one at home. Okay. Um, interesting. I have plays on neither of these. Not interested at all. What I do have plays in, Ricky, is baseball today. And overall, yes. like I, you know, I, I was betting over the weekend. I didn't post any. I didn't have anything posted, but uh, was playing over the weekend and did pretty well. I think it was like a four and four and one weekend for me. Uh, of course, as I don't post them. Excuse me. Yeah, had to yawn. That's all right. Um, but. The one play I have today, only one play today, smaller smaller slate of games uh, being on a Monday. The play that I have today is the St. Louis Cardinals minus 160 at Caesars. Now, 160 is quite an outlier number here because I see it. It's as high as $1.80 at some places. It. It's pretty high, $75.80, at FanDuel. Try and get as close to 160 as you can. Like 170 is almost unplayable 
Reason right. we're going with this, reason we like this here is Granky is obviously an absolute loser this week, this year. Um, all the advanced stats point to him just being absolutely washed up in the worst way. Expected ERA, fourteenth percentile. We'll go ahead, Ricky. Nah, just was saying, good old Zach Greinke, another guy who's been around forever. Yeah, too long. If you ask, if you ask me, if you ask his stats, by the way. Um, expected WOBA, fourteenth percentile. Hard hit percentage, fifteenth percentile. You just look at his overall, you know, game logs or whatever. However, you want to look at this, it's not good. Only a couple of strikeouts. He's gone starts without a, you know, without a strikeout a couple weeks ago. A five inning game with no strikeouts. He did have four his last time out against the White Sox. Uh, four strikeouts, but he also gave up three earned runs, a home run. Just not not good. Not good. Um, on the other hand, Steven Matz takes the mounds for mound for the Cardinals. And I'm not huge on Matz. We've actually faded him a few times. Um, so I kind of upgraded his where he was on my numbers. Decent amount of strikeouts every outing. Um, you know, six the last three outings, he's had six strikeouts. His percentage is his strikeout percentage is very good indeed. Seventy fifth percentile. Um, expected ERA thirty two thirty second percentile. Expected batting average, which is a tough one, it's pretty darn low. Bottom eighth percentile in the league. Okay. But overall, he's a solid pitcher. They can hit the ball. I think they're going to be fine. Grinky is not very good. Grinky is really poor. But like I said, there's kind of that price range wherever you kind of feel comfortable. But 160 at Caesars and PA, that's available now. Um, the next best one, if you don't have that, because that's a little, that's pretty um specific. It's probably Fandle one sixty eight. I guess I would play that, but I I personally would not be playing the one seventy. If that helps anybody, this is a day game. One fifteen. Yeah, one fifteen. Yep. Okay. Like it. Let's get a let's get a little W to start the week. And that's the only play today. Only one play. The other play that even made a uh, caught my interest was um, Oakland. I like to go against Rasmussen if I can, just because he just the bull game, the bullpen games for the Rays are kind of tricky to to handicap and to evaluate. But I kind of like going against that randomness if I can. But uh, ultimately, decided against it. Any plays in baseball for you today? No, no plays for me. Um, actually, ended up throwing in two plays yesterday, Tom, that I, I had posted, and it went one and one with them. Um, I'm gonna just dig into the NBA playoff games today. I'll have those those picks up. 
by like early afternoon. I'll just roll with that. Very good. Yeah, baseball's got to get going here. We got to get picked up in baseball. So I worked a lot this weekend on just modifying a few things. I probably spent, I don't know, I don't even know, 10 hours this weekend working on some things, adding, subtracting, trying to see what makes sense. And I think the the adjustments that I've made have are really going to help us here. So I found a few things that I didn't really like as I was going through. So we'll see what that means for guiding us through the season. But all I know is Granky is bad, and we will fade him today. Right. Ricky, tennis. A lot of tennis today. Um, it's, it's a good time to watch tennis, really, because the NBA playoffs, they're late at night, right? 7.30, 10 o'clock. You got a couple of baseball games, but all morning long you could be watching tennis. It's on right now. It'll be on all morning over in uh, Madrid, Spain, and they're also in France somewhere, someplace I don't, I cannot pronounce. What's it called? I want to see it. it. Ah, I am, I'm never going to be able to pronounce it, so not worth it. I made a bunch of plays. Um, some of them are tomorrow. Some of them are today. It's St. Mallow. St. Mallow? That cannot be the way you pronounce that. They're in France. They're in France. On the clay courts. That's Anything all I know. Anything with a saint in front of it, Tom, is typically a beautiful place. Is what I've realized. St. <laughs> <Saint> Martin. <laughs> all, all these saints. Vacation. That's a good point. This probably is too. Would be my guess. <laughs> one play. Uh, I think there's one play for today. And then there's three for tomorrow. Is what I have. Um... Well, I, there's two plays today. One play is getting started very shortly, so I'll give this out. Maybe you can get involved live if you're watching it or if you see what's going on. And that is Schmedlova over Corpatch. Tomorrow, Corpatch. And the numbers just check out here. She shouldn't be a minus 110 dog. It's 110, come back minus 115. That just shouldn't be the case. She should be um, a slight favorite. I have a dollar twenty or so, twenty five. So not much of a an edge compared to my numbers, but she should be favored by slightly more than that um, in this matchup. And that's going to be starting like very soon after you hear this. So hopefully you can still get involved in that. So do you just kind of like throw these on in the background, Tom, while you work and stuff? You'll just have. The, the tennis match is constantly going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will. It's I fantastic. Like oh. Yeah. It's like watching golf in the background. It's just kind of easy to, to have on. Right, right. No, I like that. I wish, yeah, like even baseball games. I love when, when the day games... Nice, like, noon, 1 o'clock game that you could just throw on in the background. Makes the day go by a little quicker. Exactly. 
Um, the only thing for Schmidlova is she's she's not been great on clay this year so far. Historically, she's very good. But then you look back at who she's played. She's she's played Saranko and she's played Coco Golf, Corey Golf. So she's had a few tough, tough uh, draws, if you will. She's beaten some pretty bad players, so she's two and two on the year. Um, Corpatch has faced much better opponents and played a lot more on the clay so far this year, but I think the numbers check out for us. That's where we're going to go. Second play. Decent-sized dog here. And this is a name there's no way I'm going to be able to pronounce. Tessa Adrian Jeff. Oh, I there's no way. Her name's Tessa. She's playing Heather Watson. And we like Yeah, we like this one. We like this one a whole bunch. Um, this is a great little edge that we're gonna have here. If you look at Heather Watson, Heather Watson's not somebody I particularly like or want to back all the time, but um Heather Watson's just really not very good on the clay. She's not very good in general anymore, but in the clay, like her last handful of seasons have all been below 500. Right? She's below, she hasn't been above 500 since uh, 2017. She was only five and four on clay in general. So Tessa, while she's not great on clay, she's not amazing on clay, I should say. I like her chances of getting it getting an upset here like she's been at the ITF tour pretty much always I don't know when she got to the to the WTA tour but or if she is just getting there now but she's been on the ITF she's been crushing the ITF tour just 202020 she's been so good I'll back her to like that. give it a run here cuz Heather Watson's pretty bad on clay. It just amazes me that these these players are like this Tessa lady was born in 1998. 1998. So she is what 24. Oh, it freaks me out, Tom, when I see the years a lot of these upcoming players are born. Feeling awfully old here. Awfully, awfully old. Yeah. Me too. Me too. But she, but she's 24, and she's played for... She's been on the tour for... Or playing professional tennis for nine years. Right. I mean... Like, the tennis, they start so young. Like, they, they start 15, 16. They're out playing tournaments. It's just crazy. Tennis is just so different. Yeah, that it's like a. I think of that movie, <clears throat> the Serena movie, where they like the kids move away to like a tennis resort and just commit their life. Tom, it's yeah, yeah. They, they start young, but on a final note here too, I just threw in the Sixers. Tom plus seven and a half at BetMGM, minus one ten here. It looks like that's consensus everywhere. I think I think we're gonna see a tight game tonight. I'm doing it. 
one unit. Oh, you have too much faith. You have too much faith. I hope you're right, but I can't. I can't do that. And is that the five and a halfs are moving to sixes for Phoenix. So there's like one or two five and a halfs left. If anybody wants those, get them in early or you'll be laying six. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll give you the three plays for I'll give, I'm going to give the three plays for tomorrow's tennis um, just so that we have them out there in the universe because if they start real early then we miss them and I don't like missing plays um, another girl I've never really heard of Leolia Leolia Jean Jean yeah Jean Jean Leolia if this isn't a future Grand Slam winner, I don't know who is. Plus 115 against Magdalena Fretch. Again, similar story with Heather Watson, right? Like, we just think about this, and we look at this. Fresh has been around for a while. Not really that good on the clay court. Jean Jean's just been crushing everybody in the ITF tour, just absolutely crushing, including the aforementioned Tessa, Adrian Jeff, Jeffit Tremo, Jeffit Tremo, Adrian Jeffitsimo. That's my best guess. So, Leolia, Jean Jean. I've seen it, Jean Jean, Leolia. I've seen Leolia Jean Jean, so I'm not sure which way it goes. But she's got a great head of hair. And uh, coming up from the ITF, I think she's going to be able to to get something done here. Love it. Second one for tomorrow, Bernarda, Bernarda? Bernarda Para against Oce- Oceane Doden. And Doden, I usually like betting on Doden. I actually like her game quite a bit. But she's just outmatched here. She's not very good on clay. Para is a clay expert. I think this, out of all of them, is the most mispriced match of this round in tennis, according to what I look at. Bernardo Para should be a, a pretty significant favorite. I think this is maybe 50 cents off, 40 cents off, something like that. That's pretty significant. So... Para gets a full unit play, one unit play for me. And the final one, Jesse Pagula against Bianca Andrescu. Jesse Pagula to get her at minus 110 against Andrescu is just, I mean, you can't ask for much more. Andrescu's young. She's going to be a good player, but hopefully, you know, the numbers suggest that Pagula will be able to kind of shut her down this time. Maybe not in the future, right? It might change. But for now, anyways, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. There you go. Those are the five tennis plays over the next, this morning, next morning, tomorrow morning. Love it. Tommy Tennis. Betting tennis is really the best. I love handicapping it. I love watching it. It's on during the day. I don't have to stay up until 2 a.m. to watch the NBA. I don't know. 
NBA's wish structure. Time. What? I wish I could get into the tennis more specifically for the daytime, like you said, so that I had some some morning, early afternoon action. So maybe one of these days. Give it a try. Give it a try. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Best of luck to you tonight with the the NBA, the MLB, tennis. We got a lot of day action going, so I'll be uh, deciding whether I'm happy or sad by about two o'clock today. So we will see. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your day.